Welcome back to Fireside Jets with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today, we're taking a look at the Jets secondary, how awesome they've looked up to this point in the season. They seemingly continue to get better and better and better. So we're going to take a look at Sauce, take a look at DJ, a little bit of LaMarcus Joyner, Michael Carter II, to kind of get an idea of what they've done, what they've accomplished, and just how locked down they've been. You know, every opponent that comes up against the Jets, you can't really throw on them. Josh Allen looked pedestrian against uh, the Jets, obviously. He got injured in that game, goes out, has, has a pretty good game against the Vikings, so clearly that Jets secondary was just locking it down. He didn't see anything open, even when he was running with the ball and trying to make things happen on a last-ditch effort and, you know, just couldn't really find much. So I was pretty impressed um, with what the Jets did against Buffalo. Now you got you have the, the Patriots, Mac Jones, not very good. Um, their receivers are underwhelming, so this should be a much easier task. Um, obviously, you never know. Things, teams just find a way on game day uh, to curate production. But I'm pretty confident this defense and this secondary is going to be pretty locked down, and they've gotten some unbelievable results from the rookie and sauce. And then, of course, DJ Reed, the veteran presence over on the opposite side. But, Ryan, before we dive into the secondary here, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great, Alex. I think the secondary has been a huge catalyst to the Jets' 6-3 and three start, and it's really you know one of the main proponents week in and week out that's giving them a chance to win these games. Obviously, from here on out, you're looking at really, especially in these divisional matchups, they basically count as two games. So it's obviously every game from here on out is going to be the biggest game. Uh, that's just how well the Jets have situated themselves to this point. And you obviously start with the cornerback trio of Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, Michael Carter, the second in the slot. Um, all three guys who, per PFF, you know, if you like them or not, I mean, they all were in the top 15 of their rankings, which I think you know, really says something about just how well this trio has played for the Jets. Um, you know, what they've really meant to this team's success week in and week out. I don't really think that the three of them, you know, collectively have had one bad game all year when you look at it. I mean, they've been so good. Obviously, you start with Sauce. I mean, the 13 pass breakups, which is the most in the NFL. DJ has seven. MC2 has five passes defended, which already ties his amount from last year. So he's shown, you know, a ton of progress with his ball production and, um, you know, he and Sauce both have two interceptions. DJ has one. And we've seen DJ's ball skills on display, you know, with his arm length at that right corner position time and time again. You know, I think these three guys have, you know, at, at a premium position especially, you know, they've been huge to the success at a position the Jets have struggled at for years. Um, they're all relatively young. I mean, DJ, like you said, is the veteran. He just turned 26 years old. Sauce being a 22-year-old rookie, MC2, you know, 23 years old in his second year. Um, these three guys have been huge, you know, at a premium position that the Jets have obviously made it a point to address, you know, especially with Sauce and DJ this offseason. And then you take it to safety, you know, with Jordan Whitehead at strong safety, who the Jets obviously signed in free agency this year. You know, another young player at 25 years old with experience, with physicality, a hard-hitting presence, um, you know, that's really great coming down, you know, from depth. Um, he can operate from the box as well. And, you know, he's been good against both the run in the past this year and, you know, the Marcus Joyner at the free safety position, obviously the, you know, lone older guy of this group. I want to say he's like 31 or 32. Um, you know, a guy with some man coverage skills um, has played a part in, I want to say five total turnovers since week four, you know, when the Jets really started to pick up their winning streak, you know, so he's definitely in the turnover department been better. And, you know, when it comes to allowing the big plays for opponents, you know, he, he's definitely done a good job of keeping those in the minimum, you know, playing that, uh, you know, single high, you know, free safety position deep, um, and even the depth, I mean, you look at Brandon Eccles, you know, who comes in, um, in some big, you know, uh, big dime packages, you know, on third downs, um, he'll play in the slot on some tight ends. I mean, he was a guy, you know, him and Bryce Hall last year for, you know, two young players did a nice job and obviously the Jets go out and get sauce and DJ. So those guys roles decrease, but 
the depth of this group. I mean, you even look at safety, whether it's Will Parks, Ashton Davis, Tony Adams. The Jets have really done a good job, and I think you know this group is, like I said, one of the main reasons why the Jets have a great chance here from here on out. Yeah, ultimately it comes down to health at the end of the day, right? Like you look at the playoffs, who's making the playoffs, who has a good chance. It always comes down to who's the healthiest at the end of the day. And I think the Jets defense right now, knock on wood, is very healthy. And that's a great thing. Um, And then having that depth that can come in. And, you know, it's different when you have depth pieces starting and depth pieces mitigating fatigue. Totally different things. You know, those depth pieces come in, give your guys a couple of plays off, and you won't really lose a step. And then, you know, you have other situations where they're actually playing a starting snaps because the, the starters are down. And the Jets really haven't had that many problems. So that's been a pretty positive sign for the defense. You know, DJ Reed has come over here. He's given up 244 yards this season, no touchdowns, has an interception and six pass breakups. In his last three games, he has five pass breakups in total. Three came against Denver in week seven. Um, and he's been targeted pretty heavily, right? Nine targets against Denver, five receptions for 50 yards, four targets against uh, New England. Gave up 17 yards and 39 yards against Buffalo and Gabe Davis. So, you know, you know, this is a definitely a good situation. Um, where DJ Reed's that veteran lockdown five foot nine, 188 pounds. He can travel with smaller guys, faster guys. And then you have Sauce on the other side, um, who's just been, you know, arguably the best corner in football right now. I mean, he is playing lights freaking out. I've never seen a game where a guy finished with negative yards. Like he gave up negative four yards against New England, had tackle for a loss. Uh, ridiculous, right? He gave up that one big pass early in the game to Buffalo, but after that, locked the hell down. No way. Had an interception, massive play in the fourth quarter. He's clutch, man. You know, he's confident. He's clutch. He backs it up. And that's what I kind of like about Sauce Gardner is that he doesn't only have a ridiculous amount of confidence, but he actually... Like he actually backs it up. He proves that he it's worthwhile. You know what I mean? He proves that he should be confident because of his uh, his play on the field. Um, just been a tremendous young player for this team. Ten pass breakups this season. Uh, they're starting to look away from him, right? He, he's only been targeted six times in his last two games. He was targeted ten times against Denver. Gave up sixteen total yards. Right? This kid is just on fire right now. A, a, a maximum yardage of fifty one against Cincinnati in week three. Ever since then. Don't want to look his direction. You're not going to complete a lot of passes. And if you are, you're going to go down pretty, pretty quickly. Um, so, you know, when you're looking at Sauce Gardner right now, would you say he's the CB1? Because right now I'm, I'm thinking Sauce maybe CB1. I think he is the CB1. And that's really what the Jets drafted him to be. Obviously, when you sign DJ to a big contract like the Jets did and knowing Sauce is a rookie, you know, it potentially gives Sauce, you know, some time and just some breathing room. But, I mean, he is – surpassed even I think the loftiest of expectations one could have had to this point you obviously you know touched up on some of the stats there and I think that Bills game obviously that first big play to Stefan Diggs that was a lot of film study as much as anything because out of that same look all year Stefan Diggs was running that out route which Sauce was kind of sitting on there and obviously you, you give credit to Stefan Diggs I mean he he had a feeling Sauce would be sitting on the out route there and obviously from there Sauce adjusted and you know Diggs was limited you know the rest of the way to a fairly good amount so um, sauce has really been great, you know, and, and like you said, limiting big plays, staying poised in prime situations late in games. Obviously, the Bronco game, I mean, they threw at him, I want to say, the final two fourth downs of the game. Obviously, the Bills game, you know, they threw at him the final play of the game on, you know, a deep ball as well. And I just think that poise, um, you know, the, the calm demeanor that he plays with, the confidence that he breathes at all times, I mean, all those things go such a long way. And, I think those, you know, intangibles are a big part of the reason why the Jets loved him as much as they did. I just think the attitude that this guy brings, you know, on and off the field goes such a long way. And, you know, with DJ and MC2, I mean, this trio, 
it's hard to attack. I mean, you really got to pick your poison. Um, like you said, teams really haven't been throwing at DJ as much. Obviously, he had the game with three pass breakups against the Broncos, like you said. And, I mean, his physicality as a tackler has been on display to this point. Um, you know, MC2 in the slot. I mean, there's a lot of responsibilities you have in terms of fitting the run, um, pre-snap uh, motion stress. You know, there's a lot, you know, of intelligence you got to have. Like we discuss with Garrett Wilson all the time at the slot receiver position. I mean, you got to be smart. And, um, you know, MC2 is – he's allowed, I feel like, this – the outside guys of Sauce and DJ to really – kind of elevate their games because you, you really can't test him in the slot either. I mean, he, he is just as good. I think he's probably a top five slot corner in football right now. And, you know, this trio with their youth, what they're doing already in just a, a total of nine games together is as exciting as it gets. And, you know, really pumped about the future of this defensive backfield. Absolutely. And I think they're probably going to go and maybe draft a free safety. I mean, LaMarcus Joyner definitely has played pretty well. Um, after week three, he's actually been tremendous uh, by most accounts. I mean, he has given up three touchdowns this year. Two of them came in the first two weeks, gave up one against New England. Um, you know, tackling has been pretty solid for the most part. And then, you know, two pass breakups, he has three interceptions. So those old legs are still moving, man. You know, he's 32 years old, just about five foot eight, 185 pounds. He's not a big guy by any means. Actually, he's pretty small. Um, but I'll tell you what, he's come to play. That veteran presence is really nice to have back there, especially with Sauce, a younger guy. Um, and then you get Jordan Whitehead, who is, you know, definitely more experienced. But so far, I've been pretty impressed. The secondary has stepped up. LaMarcus Joyner was the key, uh, I think, to making them very, very good just because he was a liability going into the into the season. Like, we knew Sauce would be good, or we at least we hoped he would be. We, we had expectations. DJ, we knew we'd be solid. We knew Jordan Whitehead was, you know, about an average level uh, strong safety. But we were very concerned because during the preseason, I remember both of us were like, LaMarcus Joyner is a is a vulnerability back there. Like, he could be a bad, you know, th- play waiting to happen. Just he got burned a couple times badly, bad angles, bad pursuit. And then he just turned it into a new gear. Something they saw in film, they were like, wait a second, we're not using you right. Because obviously they found something wrong because – you don't just change like that, right? It doesn't, you know, after week three, his whole game changed. I don't know what they did, but clearly they noticed something was off and they could, they could change the system a little bit. Maybe they were playing a little bit more, um, you know, deep coverage with those cornerbacks on and, and helping Lamar, uh, rather uh, Lamarcus Joyner just kind of roam that middle portion, not need that sideline to sideline range. Um, you know, cause I don't think he has that sideline to sideline range, but he's good. He has good instincts. He's a decent tackler. Um, so, you know, I think he was the key cog. If he panned out, everything would just kind of come together and he's become more than that. He's become really just a leader and he only wanted to play for the jets. I remember him saying, um, I was going to retire. It was either the jets or I was retiring. So, uh, that's pretty awesome. And I think that, you know, Robert Sala has gotten the most out of him. So big kudos to those guys and Jeff Ulbrich as well. So this secondary coming together nicely, man. I mean, this is a, this is a, a Super Bowl caliber secondary in my personal opinion. I think it's a Super Bowl caliber secondary. Look at any other secondary in the league. I don't think that you'll find another one that's playing as well as the Jets is right now. And as long as they are playing that that level, they will be in every game. You know, they will be in every single game. As long as Zach Wilson doesn't throw three, four interceptions, you're going to be fine. Um, so right now I'm pretty excited about that. But guys, I'd love to hear your perspectives below on this secondary, your thoughts about the, de- the growth development of these players, um, how sauces look. I imagine you guys are very excited about that. DJ Reed obviously has been pretty much locked down for the most part. Um, you know, pick your poison. You want to, you want to move your receivers around. We have elite cornerbacks who will travel or they will be whatever side you go to go to the left, go to the right, go to the slot. You're going to find resistance at all points. And I think that's what the jets have been trying to curate and they've done a really damn good job doing it. So always happy to hear thoughts, opinions below in the YouTube comments, make sure to like, and subscribe as always enjoy the rest of your Thursday evening into Friday. And we'll catch you guys on the next fireside jets episode.